0: Welcome in to this week's episode of the It's You Taz World podcast. Tom Hackett alongside Steve Bartle, as always. We've got a, a fun show for you this week. There are a few additions to the roster. There was a Supreme Court ruling, all of which will be discussed on this week's episode, which is brought to you by Nate Wade Subaru, of course. Nate Wade Subaru, 1207 South Main Street. They've got a large inventory of 2021 models. Uh, that, that, that you guys need to go check out. Uh, and even better, if you're currently driving a Subaru, you can potentially trade that car in, if, even if it's a, an older model, and get yourself in a newer model for the same payment or on some occasions, believe it or not, a cheaper monthly payment. Quite remarkable to get yourself into a new car. That's an eight-weight Subaru at 1207 South Main Street. It's there a lot-to-love event. Steve's at you Zone. You can check him out on Twitter at SBartle247. I'm at KSL Sports. You can follow me at Tom Can't Hackett. Steve, it's good to see you, my friend. You've moved this weekend. Again.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Tom, it's good to see you as always. And good to be back with you. But yeah, we uh man, it was a busy weekend for us. We we moved and uh you know, we're in Taylorsville now. So, you know, we're, uh, I'm, I'm sore. I'm tired. I forget that I'm, I'm not as young and, and, uh, and able to recover as quickly as I, I once was able to, but man, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm beat up. Um, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm, I'm excited to be here, Tom.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm I'm obviously very thrilled for you to join me <laughs> as, uh, as always moving's no fun, dude. I get it. It's, uh, It's a pain. It's a real pain, but I'm glad you're safe and uh, sound and and you're able to do it. It's um, positive. Uh, Let's let's dive right into it, Steve. So we recorded, we're recording this, by the way, on Monday, which is when we try to record it. But occasionally, uh, (laughs) more me, I'm like, Steve, I can't do it Monday. We're going to have to do it later in the week. And we do it like Friday afternoon, which is when we did last week's episode. And then it was like a few hours later that Some news dropped uh, regarding Utah football as it relates directly to some additions uh, in 2022. This is a Monday episode, which will be launching later in the week. So if something comes down the pipeline midweek, we may have to scramble and do something about that, Steve. But until then, let's talk about some of the additions. Two very handy additions for the 2022 class. I know you did a deep dive into it on utah.com. What can you tell us about both these two promising young players?
1: Yeah, so Utah picked up two commitments in their uh, 2022 recruiting class. Uh, it, it started with wide receiver Zion Steptoe, who uh, out of Memorial High School in Frisco, Texas. And Frisco, Texas is, um, you know, a city, a, a location, a spot that Utah's, Utah's had some s- success recruiting. Um, you know, you'll recall Jason Shelley, Jalen Dixon, both came from from Lone Star Frisco, so This is familiar recruiting grounds for the University of Utah. They added Zion Step to a promising wide receiver who, you know, he's he got it. He created a lot of buzz over the weekend. He officially visited last weekend um, and was was a a player, you know, had a little fun with the photo shoot, posted a video of, you know, how uh, how excited he was. And uh, and, you know, I think uh, this is a kid that's going to be uh, a fan favorite of sorts for a variety of reasons. So he's a six foot, 170 pounds, uh, good length. He's got a good catch radius, despite what you would think from a player with those with those dimensions there at six feet. But he's got good length, um, good hands, good athleticism. Uh, he he is not a, a track guy, per se like the, the, the next kid that we'll talk about, but he, he has run track. He's ran, uh, I think a sub 11, uh, 100 meter time, which, you know, that's what, that's what you want to see from these receivers. Um, and you know, this is a kid that, uh, he's, he's a, a great addition because, you know, he's the type that's going to help others, you know, take a closer look at Utah and, and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, a a big time pickup for Chad Bumfus and Reggie Dunn, who's, you know, assisting with the wide receiver room. Um, Chad Bump Chad Bumfus, his first offer extended to his first scholarship offer extended to a player was actually Zion Steptoe. So, uh, pretty significant Z- Steptoe had a, a few schools involved with him, including Purdue and Vanderbilt and Pitt, among a handful of other power five programs. And so uh Utah, you know, they they had to knock it out of the park with his official visit. And uh and that's exactly what they did. So, you know, uh he was scheduled to to visit Vanderbilt this past weekend, but you know, he shut it down, committed and and uh and so that was the first addition to the class was wide receiver Zion Steptoe. Um, I I know fans are pretty excited about this one. Obviously the name Zion is, is, uh, or Zion, whatever, however you want to say it. I say Zion now because Zion Williamson, Um, but, uh, uh, but, uh, but Zion National Park, like you've got all that um, and, and people are going to have fun with that. I think he enjoys that, that whole thing as well. So um, that was the first pickup and it was, it was pretty significant to say the least.
0: And then, and then it was, what, just three hours later that Nate Stephenson uh, announced his commitment, the Elite 11 quarterback, and any time a quarterback commits to the University of Utah, the fan base is always going to react, Steve. Now, look, he's, he's an Elite 11 guy, but, but when you go on to his 247 profile, just three stars next to his name, what, what's, what's Nate Stephenson, uh, what's he all about?
1: Yeah, Nate Johnson actually is, oh, is sorry. the name no it's it's all good um but Nate Johnson so this is a kid that uh you know he's a dynamic athlete uh first and foremost I think that's the thing that everybody everybody's gonna look at first is how athletic he is and you know he just competed in in a one hundred meter track event um I think it was a state turn, uh, state uh type type thing type competition um and ran ten five two so he's, his best time is a 10-4-9, um, and, you know, that's, that's some blazing speed. That's incredible speed for that position. He competed in the Elite 11 Showcase um, earlier this month where he ran a 4-4-5-40, uh, 36 inches. So, you know, his athleticism is really, really remarkable. Um, as a quarterback, he's young. Uh, he only started uh, at his school – um, after his, he only started just this, this past season, his junior season was his first season as a quarterback starter. Uh, he played wide receiver and a little bit of quarterback as a sophomore Clovis high school, uh, the school that, that he, he plays for, uh, had a senior quarterback in place that was familiar with the system. And Nate Johnson, uh, played wide receiver and, you know, you see it in, in the numbers that he posted you know, the athleticism shines through. I think he totaled something like uh, close to a 1,000 total yards in terms of receiving and rushing yards as a, as a wide receiver. Uh, but as a quarterback, you know, this past season was his first year as a starter, but the natural talent that this kid has with his arm, you know, a lot of the the rage right now with quarterback talk is off-platform throws and being able to make throws off-script where you're not just sitting tall in the pocket and, and you know, throwing uh, mechanically correct on every throw. Like, you're going to have to make throws in difficult situations on the fly, that type of thing. And this is the type of talent that Nate Johnson possesses. So he's young at the position, um, but in terms of his playing experience, but this is a kid that's been working with a quarterback coach since the eighth grade, which is why, you know, he's – He received an offer at quarterback before even taking a snap uh, from the University of Utah uh, just because he's got that natural arm talent. So, you know, the fact that he's earned a spot in the elite 11 uh, finals, despite not having the most extensive playing career at the quarterback position really speaks to his natural talent ability. Um, And again, like he's going to have the opportunity. It's it's next week is when the Elite elite 11 finals are. So next Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, excuse me, um, he's going to be competing against some of the other top quarterbacks in the country, and, uh, you know, he's going to have the opportunity to kind of showcase more of his skill set. 247, we have him as a borderline four-star right now, which has risen uh, considerably considerably. Over the last month, as he's been able to compete in the, in the Elite 11 showcase, um, I fully expect him to eventually become a four star prospect just because of, you know, his lethal combination of his, just his natural arm talent and his athleticism. Um, I think it's a a pretty lethal combo. Uh, and so I fully expect him to uh, show up next week at the Elite 11 finals and put on a good show. And, and I think he's going to impress a lot of people. And, um, you know, with his recruitment, Utah did a fantastic job of uh, securing his commitment when they did, because he's going to, he's going to blow up. um, In in my opinion, I think this kid has a lot of talent um, and, and guys are going to recognize it. So Utah got in at the right time, built a tremendous relationship with him and were able to close the deal um, pretty emphatically. So, you know he visited Utah officially at the beginning of the month, June third through the fifth, and then officially visited uh, the University of Michigan the week uh, the week after, and uh, made a decision after his visit um, had Chip Kelly fly out to Clovis up north uh, to Central California to watch him work out. He received an offer from UCLA I believe on Thursday. And then on Friday, he announced his commitment to the University of Utah. And and the important thing here is, you know, Nate Johnson told um, our own Greg Biggins, our national guy, that he's going to shut down his recruitment, which um, is is a big, big deal for Utah. So uh, pretty exciting, to say the least, anytime you get a quarterback. But uh, specifically with this one, uh, you know, again, his combination of athleticism and and arm talent is remarkable. And I think this is a kid that, you know, with time, um, you know, and, and development, learning, and adjusting to the to the 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 mental requirements at at the college level. This is a kid that has the tools to be really, really special.
0: Well, your your opinion uh, and your excitement is shared by uh, by the University of Utah. Steve, I received a a message over the weekend shortly after Nate Johnson's uh, announcement. Saying that, uh, asking me cheekily if this was good enough for me, Um, (laughs) after a few of my after a few of my previous takes on the quarterback position, (laughs)
1: uh, I was. (laughs) Oh dear! Oh Uh, Tom, I I love that you know I love that you own it, and honestly, like (laughs) this, this is this is a big time deal, you know, and I think everybody is. Is pretty excited about it, so uh, that's that's pretty funny that you got that message, Tom. <laughs> yes. no, that's hey,
0: that's okay. I'm uh, I I am all about it. Um, and I, I, I own up to. I stand by my my, my takes in the past. I, I, I stand by them. I don't wilter from them. Yeah. I, I, I we I them. Yeah, yes, yeah. I will if I if I have an opinion. Uh, generally speaking, it's not all that irrational I have put some thought to it now there are the old opinion that uh, just spurts out of the mouth irrationally and and immediate regret <laughs> follows soon thereafter but nonetheless for the most part um uh, my, my my take specifically as it relates to the quarterback position have been thought after and I stand by him I stand by him so if you if you disagree with me that's okay uh I I welcome uh, all opinions uh, and I'd love to hear yeah. them and and that's from the University of Utah, too. If you work at the University of Utah and you disagree with my take, please reach out to me. Let me know that you disagree. And we can have a, a civil conversation and, uh, and move forward and hopefully better uh, the, the program in some way, shape, or form. But uh, Nate Johnson, no, the, the university, very, very fond of Nate Johnson, not Nate Stephenson. I don't know where I got Stephenson from either. Uh, <laughs> recruiting is not my forte. I'll, I'll, I'll admit recruiting is, is not what I – what well, I do like yourself, Steve, but uh, for some reason, Stephenson came out. And um, anyway, I was wrong. Nate Johnson is his name, Steve. That's a tremendous pickup by the University of Utah. And something, yeah, his speed, I, I was just kind of contemplating and thinking as you were talking about his speed. He ran a 10.52, his best 10.49, and then a 4.45.40. 4. I mean, that's, that's electric speed. That's lightning fast speed. You have to wonder, you know, he's been working out with the quarterback Coach obviously since the eighth grade, so you'd assume his mechanics and the fact that he's an elite eleven finalist is his mechanical throw. His, his his mechanics are obviously sound, but at the same time, when when you off, when you offer that sort of speed, you know if the quarterback room is is full and uh, there's a pretty clear uh, first uh, first quarterback and, and somebody that's second on the depth chart when he comes, maybe maybe he sees some extra playing time, some earlier playing time, I should say. Uh, at another position on the offensive side of things, just with that speed. I, look, I don't know, but I know for a fact that Carl Whittingham is always trying to get the best athletes on the field, and I know that if he has to uh, make a make a, a change in position, he'll do so. We've seen it more so from a from an offensive to a defensive side of thing. Chase Hansen uh, did it, and uh, and a bunch of others uh, followed, and they've had a ton of success. So, look, I, I'm just thinking out loud here. I right? I don't know if that's going to happen. There's probably a good chance it doesn't. Uh, but uh, the Elite Eleven finals are next week. We'll keep close attention to how Nate Johnson performs out there, and we'll follow his recruitment and the rest of his uh, journey closely because that's a very exciting get for the University of Utah. Steve, um, I guess some, there, were, there were breaking news I guess this morning that we need to touch on as well, um, and it and it revolved the uh, around the the Supreme Court uh, so rather. Uh, high profile case I guess you could say um, And I know you've done some reading on it So why don't you give us a Cliff Notes version Just as to what it all entails And then we can have further discussion from there
1: Yeah, so, so Supreme Court um, Has uh, Been working with um, <laughs> uh, Basically student athletes The NCAA And a ruling came down today Unanimously uh, A 9-0 vote in the Supreme Court uh, that the NCAA cannot limit some benefits um, to student athletes. So what this is referring to more specifically um, is educational benefits and um, and and educational related payments. So this isn't specifically referring to um, the Nil, the name image, and likeness. Uh, per se it's not directly tied to this and this ruling is not directly in regards to that this is something different um, but still is uh, points to you know just everything with the Nil and all that stuff coming down this has to do with um, educational so scholarship not schools removing the ability of schools to cap scholarship benefits, um, insurance policies, you know, so if a player, let's say a junior prospect. So, um, I don't want to name a, a Utah player cause I don't want to put that on them. Uh, but let's say a player, a junior, he's a junior, has a great season, creates some NFL buzz, um, and considers entering the NFL draft, uh, as a junior, he comes back, um, takes out an insurance policy, uh, to protect him in case he, he suffers a career ending injury and loses the opportunity to uh, play professionally. Um, there used to be caps on those for the amount of, of money that that player would receive if he did suffer that type of injury. Uh, and it sounds like the NCA has ruled that the NC, that, that schools and the NCA can no longer put caps on those insurance policies. Uh, just as a, a very specific thing here in this whole thing. So um, again, this is all for uh, benefiting the players. Uh, they'll be able to to receive more educational funds and, and benefits. And, and again, this all kind of leads into um, the NIL stuff, players being able to benefit from their name, image, and likeness as well. Uh, and again, this just kind of um, gets the NCAA, uh, you know, the. Kind of just, <laughs> this is the way that we're trending, right, Tom? Right. Yeah, it also sounds like um, bowl, bowl
0: gifts, bowl packages, you know, bowl games. Anytime um, teams go to bowl games, they are rewarded uh, gifts throughout the week, I guess, um, is how I experienced it. But it, it also sounds like there'll be no financial cap on, on that sort of stuff either. So bowl games now, uh, sponsors can... Throw as many gifts at at these players um, as as they like which which I also think is is cool uh and i I have to imagine that in an effort to try and keep the bowl season alive um, as it has been dwindling over the years with players uh, kind of uh, bypassing them to to further pursue NFL dreams you know this may be something that players now contemplate uh, if they go to a a somewhat prestigious bowl, like, you know, maybe not the Peach Bowl or the Sugar Bowl, uh, but if they go to the Alamo Bowl, for example, which is kind of the the best bowl outside of that New Year's Six bowl game fixture, maybe the Alamo Bowl, for example, can throw a couple thousand dollars worth of gifts to each player as a reward for uh, for showing up and competing uh, and helping them out um, from a financial standpoint as well. So, so look, I, I agree. I think it, it's not obviously um, name, image, likeness, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, and, and it's a small step in that uh, players now will be able to receive uh, certain benefits that they weren't able to receive um, just last year. So, uh, so that, that is very exciting. Unanimous as well. So, I, I heard something. I said the NCAA spent $73 million in legal fees last year alone. Uh, and the first ruling that comes down is is a unanimous 9-0 vote at the Supreme Court. They were just waxed. They were wiped off the floor. Just get out of here, NCAA. It doesn't matter how much money you spend on lawyers. It's not going to make a difference because what you have done over the past however many decades has been unruly uh, and rather inhumane. Uh, it's... It's just uh, I don't really know any other way to put it, but uh, they're, they're, they're getting a taste of their own medicine, it seems, and there's uh, not not that much they can do about it. So now I believe the NCAA is going to go to Congress and see if that they can uh, convince uh, Congress to pass some bill that will help them out, some antitrust bill that can help them out. We'll keep close attention to all of that, but I have to believe that they will not be winning many legal battles over the further few couple years to come. Um, So that's that's really the big news of of the week slash weekend, Steve. I I guess my my question uh, to you now that we've discussed kind of the the hot breaking stuff is, uh, are you expecting like, what are you expecting from a recruiting front? This is kind of recruiting season now, Steve. We're entering the hottest parts of the year. Where college football is 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 kind of it's like a it's an active volcano ready to erupt, but it's still hovering and it's not quite ready to boil over yet. We're we're a few months from the season, inside a hundred days, albeit. But there's still plenty of work for coaches to do this summer to try and ensue and ensure. Some sort of uh, some sort of com- comfortable future roster, uh, and Utah's done a job so far in that they've they've added two two thousand and twenty two kids. But what are we expecting a busy month or a few months through the summer of recruiting? Especially, I have to I have to think, Steve, that that just with, with the pandemic and the recruiting dead period that lasted over a year in the end. There's this, this angst amongst college football coaches that just wants to get these kids into, into, into uh, programs and, and on a campus to try and showcase everything they have to offer.
1: Yeah, you know, the the next, I want to say what we've got, I think, two more weeks basically is what it is. So about 10 days of this uh, recruiting period um, where kids can take visits to schools and Uh, Schools can host kids for official visits, unofficial visits. Um, And so, you know, it's been a really exciting month, you know, for us at Zone, We've had a lot of updates and things like that. Um, And so, uh, you know, what's going on is Utah's basically (laughs) anybody and everybody, you know, if you're a prospect, whether you're 2022, 23, 2024 type kid, a lot of they're hosting a lot of kids, having them come through the program. They're all having the opportunity, you know, to participate in the photo shoot um, and and have fun. Put on the Utah uniform and have some fun. I think you know, a lot of coaches, the coaching staff up at Utah, kind of been re-energized, um, you know, on the recruiting trail and and being able to host kids again. So you know, once they were able to start hosting kids, it's been nonstop for them, and they've had. Uh, official visits throughout the month. They've had a ton of unofficial visitors as well. And so it's, it's definitely an exciting month uh, for Utah football on the recruiting trail. And, you know, obviously they've added the quarterback and Nate Johnson. They've added a wide receiver and Zion step And, you know, they've got their, they've got the opportunity to add a a, a few more to the class as well. So, you know they've had a, a a number of of official visitors up to this point. There's been a, a number of defensive backs. There's been a handful of defensive backs, I should say. Um, Colin Wright was a safety that visited earlier this month. I think he was the second the second official visitor after Nate Johnson. Um, and then they've had uh, Ahmad Moses, another defensive back, and Jeffrey Ugo, who just officially visited over the weekend. And so, you know, all three of those, those players are are guys that Utah and this staff really, really like and are really, really high on. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see one or two, um, announce, you know, that they, <laughs> that they're really high on Utah, whether it's announcing a top list that includes Utah, Ahmad Moses already already did that earlier uh, this month with the top eight. Um, potentially we see these guys pull the trigger on a commitment to utah and you know safety defensive back those are positions that utah is, is going to want to address in this class and so they've got their uh, they're they're pushing for three really good ones with those guys coming in uh this month for official visits you know and then they've got a, f- a, a few offensive linemen that they've brought in a few offensive tackles keith olson um luka vincic i think is how you say his name both of those kids are from the Washington, Oregon area, the Pacific Northwest, and Utah's doing really, really well with them. Keith Olson visited last week. Um, he's a big kid, 6'6, 285 pounds. His dad played at Oregon State as a football and baseball player. Um, but Utah did really, really well with Keith on his official visit. They'll host Luca Vincic uh, this weekend. Uh, they've got a, it sounds like they're going to have a pretty big uh, visit weekend uh, this week. And so, uh, you know, we're we're looking for a pretty good pretty good group this week. They'll have a running back, borderline four star running back, and Jalen Glover, uh, who's out of the Florida, the state of Florida. You know, he's kind of the, the same mold that we've seen. Uh, a bit shorter, five seven, five foot eight, five foot nine, but this kid is uh, is pretty good. Good quickness, good contact balance, good strength, good good speed overall. Um, you know, Kyle McDonald. And, and this staff, they're, they're really, really high on this kid. And so uh, they'll, they'll make a push for him and, and we'll see. But, yeah, I think Utah, you know, the opportunity this month to host kids for visits has been, has been awesome for them. Just to kind of re-energize the batteries a little bit. Because, you know, we do these, these podcasts, you know, over Zoom and, you know, it can be pretty mundane. It's not the same as, as you know, us getting in the studio and doing it right. live together you know, and so having those kids up there has has been pretty, you know, pretty refreshing. And, and I think, you know, Utah's, they've, like I said, they've secured two commitments. I wouldn't be surprised to see a handful more, you know, over the next couple of weeks. And then that gets you into, into fall camp and and then boom, you're into your season. You're hosting kids for official visits and unofficial visits, you know, with games and that kind of thing. And that's going to be, you know, pretty unique as well. So, um, Utah is riding high right now on the recruiting trail, especially you know now that they've got their quarterback, their guy. Uh, it's uh, it's definitely an exciting time for Utah football on the recruiting trail.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Hey, Steve, before we put a bow on this, is it fair to assume that a lot of the attention's going to the 2022-2023 crop of kids, just given the fact that with the pandemic, uh, players at, and we saw this that the no player in uh, at Utah. Had any real chance of being drafted. In fact, Utah didn't even hold a pro day this year right. um, because of the whole super senior concept. There just aren't that many roster spots for, uh, but this for this immediate season, all of those were filled. I have to imagine prior to the pandemic, and then the pandemic hit, and they put a halt on everything, and now focus and, and their attention has shifted drastically uh, to two thousand and twenty two, two thousand and twenty three. Is that is that correct in me, in me saying that?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be obviously it's going to be interesting to see what the um the eligibility freeze, what that will actually mean in terms of the impact it will have on these 20 on the 2022 and 2023 classes. We're all kind of expecting them to be small classes in terms of the amount of kids that they bring in. You know, this last cycle Utah signed I think 19 kids um and then you know they brought in a bunch of transfers as well, which also factored into that number um and so you know it's going to be interesting to see the impact that uh, the uh, the eligibility freeze has on on this class um but you know utah's they're going to recruit and and they're going to to bring in as many kids as they can um that they feel will will help the program moving forward and so um you know it it'll be it'll be interesting to see it all just shake out like i said we're all kind of expecting it to be smaller classes just because of the scholarship crunch but you know we'll see maybe there's guys that decide they want to you know look for another opportunity elsewhere or or hang up the cleats or or move on to the professional level and that opens up some additional spots that's that's kind of the 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 difficult fun aspect of the job is you're always you know it's always a, a constant juggling act right where you know you want to have as many guys in the program as you can but I want to preserve space for the future class as well so it'll be like i said it'll be a lot of fun just to kind of see it all play out over the next year or so hey steve Bartle. uh he
0: is he is Ute Zone, basically UteZone.com. uh 7 day free trial if you're a utah football junkie and you want the insight UteZone.com is your place hey steve i'm sure you have the website pulled up uh at the minute what like what are, what are some of the biggest talking points on the forums, on the message boards, what are you guys chatting about over there? I have to imagine maybe Nate Johnson is dominating a lot of the conversation, but future scheduling games and this upcoming season, all of all of that being discussed, I assume.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, Nate Johnson is is uh, the uh, the heavy topic right now. I think we published golly five, six, six articles on Nate Johnson alone, and so. Uh, Yeah, he's kind of the 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 hot topic right now. Uh, But you know, we're talking Utah basketball recruiting, which is something that a lot of basketball fans, Utah running Utes fans, are are interested in, just because of obviously the transfer portal. But you know, what what is Craig Smith? What is his impact? um, You know, going to be on the basketball program. So you know, Utah is pushing for a couple four stars on on the hardwood. Uh, We're talking you know, just a bunch of stuff, everything with the, the Supreme Court and, and the ASU program and all of that. Those are also some hot topics as well. Uh, but yeah, come check us out. Uh, like you said, Tom, seven day free trial. If you haven't checked us out already, uh, and you know, it's, we, uh, we do, we do our best to, uh, to keep you guys entertained, keep you informed. And, and, uh, and really the community that we have there at youth zone is, is a big reason why you should, you should come check us out. We've got a lot of great, um, uh, members there and, and that, that keep the conversation fun, insightful, and refreshing. And so, definitely come uh, come check us out at Utah.
0: And then, from a more generic front, I should add KSLSports.com is a website yes. that you guys can go to to check out uh, really all sports. If you're not just uh, crazy about Utah football, you want to see what else is going on around the state. From a sporting front, we cover all bases. KSLSports.com is that website. Steve Bartles on Twitter at SBartle247. I'm at at Tom can't hack at this podcast is sponsored by Nate Wade Subaru and without their generosity and love this podcast would not be available so please do us the favor and go down to 1207 South Main Street tell them we sent you and see what sort of deals and offers they have in store right meow Steve I sure hope nothing breaking occurs midweek which yeah. you have to somehow scramble and add add that to this podcast but. Until then, we will say so long, goodbye, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We'll be back next week with another episode of the It's Utah's World podcast.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence
0: is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one.